What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Zach, here with another podcast, which I don't do often. And I decided to do this one on my drive home because I have a nice 45-minute drive home. I now live actually out at Wakaiva Falls. It's out in uh, Orlando, Florida. I decided to move into a truck and trailer in the past couple months, and uh, I've been loving it. I live with my dog and one of my best friends in the trailer. Uh, It sleeps nine people. It's actually pretty crazy. I had no idea that I would love RV life so much, but it's actually been really, really cool. I highly recommend it. Uh, My mom's also doing it. She's the one who got me into it. And uh, yeah, it's sick. And I I have to say the first thing that I think is the most important and surprising is that that no one realizes is that you can get a 15 to 25 year loan on one of those bad boys. So, you know, when you break down the math on, on, it's cost effectiveness. You end up, uh, you end up doing pretty well for yourself as far as a budget, a budget goes. So at that point, um, you know, I made the decision to be able to be mobile whenever I wanted. And, uh, then of course I committed to something that told me to stay, which was opening up a supplement shop. Uh, believe it or not, I did do that with a buddy. So with one of my other best friends, we decided to open up a supplement shop, brick and mortar, right next to an LA Fitness in the plaza. Um, that's called Crazy Muscle with a K. If you're hearing this and want to check it out, we're on Instagram, Crazy Muscle Orlando or Crazy Muscle Nutrition. Um, I literally am so stoked about that. It's basically a supplement shop where I handpicked all the brands. Um, and I've been doing this a while, so I know which brands I wanted and I know what ingredients and labels to look for. So. Um, you know, I've just got a very, very comprehensive store. I'm also, you know, doing some posing out of there. I've got, um, a big screen, a big black screen backdrop out. So that way I can, uh, coach people through posing. Uh, I'm also doing online, you know, uh, in-person training over there with diet, nutrition and, and things like that. So yada, yada, but it's, uh, it's been great so far. We've been open three weeks and we've done really well. Um, just getting word of mouth out and getting that foot traffic up, but Hey, that's every business. And I, you know, I'm really excited, uh, for the journey of it. And, and that's that. So I think that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, just kind of updating you guys. And, uh, and yeah, so the reason I'm really doing this podcast now, I guess I should say is because I, you know, I really want to do this one on my whole motivation, uh, for, basically like who I am as a person and and my personality, because I think it might be something that some of you guys might be inspired by, or at least can take some notes on and maybe use in your own way. And, um, I'm definitely, you know, that sounded egocentric. I'm definitely not saying I'm perfect or anything, but you know, my issues seem to be a common, uh, issue with a lot of people. And so what I do in order to, you know, um, work through them and help myself and, and better myself, um, you know, is relatable to a lot of people I've noticed. So that's kind of why I do what I do in the first place. And, uh, yeah, so basically, um, just to kind of kickstart this, I'll tell you what happened. So, um, and what's been happening. So I, you know, I was in the gym today and I just got a workout in and I'm posing, um, in the mirror and, you know, I've got my phone up and my camera and Anytime somebody walks by, you know, I say, hey, I'm sorry, bro. Like, you know, I don't want them to feel disrespected by me uh, in any way, which, you know, of course, that's not what I'm trying to do anyways. I'm just there doing my own thing, making sure I'm good, checking my angles and and monitoring my progress. And uh, so this guy walks by and 
you know, just a normal guy. Uh, nothing, nothing going on. Not, not really in shape. Just tells me he's getting back in the gym and, and sorts. So, um, he walks by and I apologize. And right, right away he was like, Oh no, don't worry, man. You know, keep doing it. You know? And, uh, I said, thanks. And he said, it's the ones that pretend they don't do it that you got to watch out for. And that kind of made me smile and laugh to myself because at the end of the day, who, who goes to the gym and doesn't, you know, pose in some way in front of a mirror at some point in time, especially and take pictures. So, uh, you know, that was cool just to get some, you know, some, some grounded understanding uh, conversation with this guy on, on something that was probably out of his realm, you know. So that kind of kickstarted our, our little mutual understanding that, you know, that's, that's a homie. And uh, so I went in through my posing. I went in the sauna, blah, blah, blah. He comes out and um, he says, hey, man, so do you work out or what for real? And I, you know, I laughed. I said, yeah, dude, I, you know, I bodybuild and I train people and, you know, I, I like to work out. I've just been kind of uh, in and out of the gym these days. And he was like, well, yeah, man, that's really cool. And, you know, this is the point where most people start to tell me their life story and, you know, where they're at and, you know, what the last couple months have looked like for them. And <clears throat> typically that's how people try to relate to me. So, you know, I listen and he's got, he's got, you know, a pretty, pretty interesting story, you know, just like a lot of people he's hasn't trained in 10 years. And, uh, he told me he's done pretty hard drugs and, um, you know, he's been through a lot, but you know, there was a point in time, you know, when he used to scale his food out every morning and, you know, he used to go hit a weight, a weight set every, every day and, you know, yada, yada, and how, you know, life's kind of, so, not yada yada you know i'm actually listening i really i really care about this stranger i I really do that's how i am so i'm listening and i'm I'm empathizing and i'm looking him in the eyes and i'm really trying to grasp what he's saying to me um you know i so he tells me you know basically he's just now getting back in the gym and he hadn't been to the gym in 10 years like i mentioned and um you could just kind of tell you know so so for me, what I do is I don't really ignore that. I actually like to be open and, and, you know, comfortable with that stuff. So I say, well, what happened? You know, like, what the fuck? You know, because obviously there was some sort of life event. And uh, he, he looked at me and he said life. He said literally life, depression, sadness, drugs, abuse, addiction. He looked at me and said all of this. And I said, dude, I fucking get it. I get it. And he, he, you know, at first wasn't even expecting me to say that, but you know, it's, I do get it. I absolutely understand what, what those, what those emotions feel like to be prevalent and prominent in in your, in your day to day. And so he then told me, um, you know, that these days he, you know, today was his first day, not smoking weed the entire day or the first week or something like that. And, uh, and I kind of like chuckled a little bit and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, do do you smoke weed often? He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, you know, I I smoke weed all the time and I always have, but you know, these days I just, you know, it's the weed, it's the caffeine, it's the, you know, I I can't remember the other things he said he was addicted to, but basically just, you know, these day-to-day things that, um, he just felt done. He was just, he just told me, he was like, dude, I'm just done relying on things. Like I've relied on things my entire life. I have an addictive personality. I've done crack, which is literally what he said to me. He's like, I've done crack. And, uh, he, I think he was telling me about his heart, which is why he mentioned his drug use, by the way, cause we were talking about his heart, uh, uh, palpitations or, or problems, problems with palpitations. But he was like, you know, I've done crack and, you know, I've done a bunch of hard drugs and like, you know, I've, I've put my body through some serious, 
uh, chaos, and you know I'm good. So I think that was what we were talking about when it came to like being on protein powder. But um, you know he's just telling me how life how life beat him up, and I'm getting to the point. I promise, because you know who doesn't have this story? But then it was I what I realized was he actually was feeling guilty for smoking weed, and you know me being me, which if if you're just now tuning in and finding out about me, I am. I go by the stone. My name's Zach. I'm the retro, AKA the stoned bodybuilder. Like I am high as fuck most of the time. Most people don't, most people have never met me sober and there, there'll be people I see every day or very often. And they, they don't even know. And sometimes it's funny. I'll finally break the ice and let them know, by the way, you, you know, you've, I'm always high. Like I'm, I, you know, I smoke weed every day and uh, a lot of them are surprised, including Steve actually, who, uh, when he looked at me, he said, well, do you smoke weed? And I said, dude, I'm high as fuck right now because I just got done training. And he laughed. He's like, no way. I'm like, I mean, yeah, technically, but, I, you know, I'm probably the most functional, functioning, high-functioning stoner you've ever met because, to me, I'm completely level and I'm in my element and I'm, I'm calm. I, I feel good about myself, which, you know, is not what he's feeling. He feels like when he smokes weed – he is, and he wasn't really even able to grasp what he was feeling. So I was kind of working, working it through with him. And I was like, you know, do you feel like, do you feel like that way I felt sometimes, which is I would beat myself up for being high or I beat myself up for smoking weed when I was sad or I beat myself up because I was so high that I felt like I was lazy, couldn't do anything. And then maybe even started to notice a pattern with that and then got even more depressed about it and smoked even more and got even more addicted and afflicted, you know? Did, did that happen to you? And he was like, yeah, like, that's pretty much how I feel. Like, I just don't feel good being high. And let me tell you guys, that is something I've heard so many times from so many people and, and including myself. And it's, it's kind of, you got to break it down. So what I basically, what I told him was, this is what I do in order to make myself feel First off, to manage my, my habits and to uh, also, you know, be comfortable with myself and try to be more understanding. And this is really the reason why I even started recording this podcast. And I hope to God you guys can hear this over my truck. I, I hope this isn't wasted. But, um, you know, when I told him what I had to say, he, he literally did the mind blow hand signal. He was like, wow. And I could see in his face that he was already thinking about how he was going to implement it into his life. And, um, so, you know, I just thought maybe, maybe this was worth talking about. Cause I was all of a sudden very motivated by, by all of a sudden wanting to make sure that there weren't other, basically I want to make sure that, that all y'all that are out there smoking weed, feeling bad about it. I, I want to stand up for y'all. I'm not even kidding when I say that because I have been there. It's been me. I am that person. And for myself, I proved that I can do the things that someone who's not high can. And it sounds like I'm talking about a disability, but really what I'm fighting right now is the negative stereotype and connotation that comes with smoking weed and being a stoner right now. Because at the end of the day, it's a fucking plant. It's a medicine and it can be used and or abused just like anything else on planet earth and so at that point we are literally taking a toll on the mind because of the way we are stereotyped 
um, I'm not here to be angry at the world and tell everyone to fuck off and like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not here to, you know, try to change people's minds. What I'm here to do is try to make the people who feel bad feel better about themselves because I'm not out here to change the change the people who are ignorant. I'm here to help the people who are woke and awake and, and want to want to better themselves but are stuck. And, and I feel like they're two different kinds of people because people who recognize their problems don't put other people down nearly as much as people who don't recognize their problems, right? So that's kind of what we're dealing with because anyone who, 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 who degrades somebody who smokes weed is obviously never looked in a mirror full enough. And that's, that's a fact. So that's, that, there's my little Ted talk on that. But then let me tell you guys what, what I told this guy. So this was my advice on how to, uh, basically manage, manage my weed habit. Okay. And also my caffeine habit, because he mentioned that as well. And these are two things that a lot of people feel like they can't really live without, but don't want to claim addiction to, you know, like I do a lot to make sure that I don't say I'm, if you ask me, am I addicted to weed? I'll say yes, because I'm not going to be ignorant and try to beat around the bush, but I don't also make that a bad thing in my mind. I don't sit there and say, I'm addicted to weed. I'm terrible. I'm addicted. I'm addicted. Well, bro, I'm addicted to life. I'm addicted to being in the moment. I'm addicted to feeling things the way I'm supposed to feel them. And you know what else I'm addicted to? Not feeling like shit. Because guess what? I feel like shit a lot. A lot of people feel like shit. And for real reasons, you know, that matter. But we're working through and it's a process. And I didn't go to a doctor and get prescribed Xanax. Okay. I didn't go to a doctor and get prescribed Adderall. I didn't get any of these things that I qualify for because in my mind, I don't qualify for them. There's other options. And at the end of the day, doing it natural is the best way possible, right? Working through your trauma, working through your PTSD, working through your depression, realizing that maybe what you're going through isn't depression, but seasonal depression, or just you're sad because bad shit happened, right? So there's all these things that can go into it. And when you start labeling yourself and you stack labels, depressed stoner with no job and no motivation because they're always high. If you put that label on somebody, they're going to feel like shit about themselves. And that's a fact. And telling them that because they smoke weed is the, is the reason why they're, they're shit is, is actually really irresponsible. Um, and, and I'm saying that vaguely because I know it's a case by case status. And again, this is for the, the motivated stoners who have a deep fire and passion within them. You know that they're meant for something more than being stoned. Okay. And also I do want to say this, there's nothing wrong with choosing to be stoned and not have purpose and do other things. Because honestly, that is sick. If you can live like that and be happy and, and, and actually flourish without having, without beating yourself up and all, if this isn't, if this doesn't pertain to you, you know, I love you too, man. And, and honestly, that is badass. Good for you. And talk to other people about how you get through any sort of, you know, bad thoughts about yourself. But anyways, okay, here we go. So what I do to make sure that my mental state is good when I'm smoking weed to the best of my ability, because I am no fucking pro and I screw up all the time, but here's what helps. Okay. So what helps for me is smoking with a purpose. So if I am smoking weed, what I do when I notice that I'm kind of getting out of control, or I notice that I might not be happy with the way that I'm feeling when I'm high 
is it's because that I've smoked without purpose and I've thrown myself into a mental cesspool without having um, without having a thought process before I went into it. And this is actually can over time be very detrimental because you can lose track of what's important and then you can forget what's important and you'll blame, you'll just have issues. So here's what I do. If I'm feeling sad, right? Because that's just something I highlight. If I'm feeling sad and I want to smoke weed, what I can't allow myself to do is be completely upset and be in, uh, what would you call it? A manic state, so to speak. Not, not, not medically, but you know, even if, if I'm in that manic state, I'm not going to go and just pack a ball, you know, just, you know, cram it in there, light it up, get it down and just sit there and be like, uh, you know, drugs. I, I, I've done it a hundred million times, but I don't like it because you know why? Because you're relying on a band-aid solution. And if you believe in yourself, then you know that that's wrong. And so over time, what happens? You mentally degrade yourself and call yourself weak. So what do you do instead? If you're sad and you're going to go smoke, talk to yourself for a second. Okay. Understand that you are sad. And if you are sad and you are hyper thinking, I'm not going to lie. Your best option is actually going to be to fight it. And I like to fight it for about an hour or so. That's typically about my limit. I like to work through the emotions in a sober state. So that way I really work through it the way I'm naturally supposed to. Because at the end of the day, we don't grieve properly. And so if you're grieving and you're using drugs and you don't grieve properly, you're, you're, you're hurting yourself on a very deep psychological level. And so if you're dealing with grief or any sort of, this is a bumpy road. If you're dealing with grief or any sort of sadness, and that's the reason why you're smoking. Okay. Talk to yourself for a second. Maybe work through the emotions before, you know, don't go smoking when you're hyperventilating and, you know, all of that. Now, here's what you do by the time you go do smoke. By the time you make the decision, I'm going to smoke this weed right now. What I want you to do is take a, a deep breath and I want you to tell yourself why you're smoking the weed and I want it to be a good reason. This is what I tell myself, okay? Especially when I'm not feeling good. Listen, Zach, you don't feel good right now, right? Yes. Okay. What are you doing right now? Is this a time and a place for you to be dealing with these emotions? Are you capable of fully functioning to the best of your ability in your environment while dealing with these emotions? Yes or no? No, that's probably the answer if I'm sitting there wanting to smoke weed. And if that's the case, then what I say to myself is, okay, Zach. So what I want you to do is I want you to look at the weed. I want you to break it down. I want you to say, I want this to make me feel better. And I want this to help me get back to my real life. I don't want this to be a band-aid solution. I don't want to forget completely. I just want to not think about it now. And that's okay. Because listen, there's, when it comes to me, the time and place is pretty much never convenient for the, for the things that I think about, because the things that I think about can't be changed. And so if that's you, well then listen, at the end of the day, it's just not the time and the place. And if you can smoke a bowl and, and be okay, and then deal with your emotions later when you sober up while still functioning throughout your work day or you're, you're, you know, cause that's, you know, for me, 
dealing with trauma while I'm working is the most annoying thing. I, I, I beat myself up over getting over, over that bullshit because I'm like, why? Like, first off, trauma is stupid and it's, it's literally scientific and it's just something that you have to be patient with yourself on. Right. And so I smoke with a purpose and I'm patient with myself. If I need to cry, then I cry. If I want to cry while I'm smoking, then I tell myself that first. Now, here's another thing. If I tell myself this is going to make me happy and this is, I'm, or let's say, so I already said that, right? So let's say that um, I'm also maybe going to, well, right, I'm not trying to jump around. I'm obviously high too, but I'm just trying to keep this organized. So that pretty much covers what I do when I am upset because honestly, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go find, like, I have so many things that I personally am working on that I call them seeds. I'm planting a lot of seeds right now that are going to grow into big, uh, beautiful trees one day in my life. And so that's the mentality I keep. And so if I want to keep planting these seeds and I want to keep having my life uh, uh, grow, then I need to be functioning in my environment, in the here, in the now. And I just can't deal with some of the things that that just pop up. And I set aside, I set aside time for myself at the end of the day or every couple days to think and to process and to cry if I need to. And if I choose to smoke when I'm doing that, then I'm making the conscious choice. I'm not trying to repress and hide myself. I'm not trying to call myself a loser and tell myself, Oh, I need this weed or I won't feel better because that's just not the right way to go about it. At the end of the day, it might be true. It might be true. I, I really probably wouldn't be as okay as if I had smoked this bowl. And that's a fact. And you know what? Sometimes I prove to myself that I don't need this bowl and I can push through. Sometimes when it's especially bad, that's when I do it because I know that it's my brain hyper-focusing on something that's not relevant to me right now or to my future. And so... Being a stoner and allowing yourself to openly think and be in the moment should be teaching you how to deal with your trauma and a sense of appreciation going forward. And so I allow marijuana to teach me how to appreciate things to a level that allows me to move on from my past. And a lot of people don't ever move on from their past. And I don't know a lot of people who do it sober and... I'm not trying to say, don't be sober, be sober. I don't smoke myself out to the point where I can't go about my day, you know? And that's another thing too, is balance. You know, if you are using a drug as a tool, which is what what this, this uh, 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 predicament would be, right? I'm not smoking weed just for the hell of it or to get fun in this scenario. I'm smoking weed for, for a purpose. Um, then you need to accept that it's a tool and you shouldn't abuse it. You should use it until you get the results you're looking for. It's just like anything else. You got to find your dose. You got to stick with it. If it gets too high from tolerance, then you have to cut, you have to cut it down, maybe switch your sources. There's a, there's a bunch of different ways to adjust tolerance and things like that. But what you need to do is go and do it. You don't need to go and start upping your dose and upping your dose and upping your dose on anything that you do because that's your body telling you that you're getting too hypersensitive and you need to relax and you need to take time off or you need to find other ways. 
Another great thing to do is find something that works just as well as weed, but is natural, AKA working out, painting, drawing, writing, something you're passionate about. And if you don't know what you're passionate about, sit down, tell yourself, I'm gonna get high and explore some passions, and then go on YouTube and look up shit. Go on fuck, you know, do some shit. Figure it out, explore yourself. Social media doesn't matter. Instagram is gonna be gone in five years. I fucking guarantee it. Facebook, who the fuck cares anymore? Twitter, it's all negative. To hell with all of it. Focus on yourself. See what you care about. You know, the whole the whole reason we're here is to explore ourselves. You guys wanna see something really cool? I just looked into this and it's it's so relevant to today. The utopian rat experiment, where this guy tries to basically give rats a perfect utopia. But what the problem is, is when rats are living in a perfect environment, aka food, water, plenty of places to sleep, plenty of places to have to bear children, yada yada, but they don't have anything going against them, in a sense. They don't have purpose, they don't have drive and motivation to do anything other than eat, sleep, and reproduce. They actually go crazy. They cap out on their uh, on their um, population growth way under predicted ranges. And then they go crazy because they have no purpose. And I've always said people without purpose are in pain. So if you feel like you don't have purpose and you're in pain and you're using drugs, then it's time to figure it out, you know? And so the first step is going to be acknowledging it. And I don't recommend cold turkey ripping yourself out of things because it's a great way to mentally realize, it's a good way to mentally fuck yourself up because you, you might not be strong enough to, to beat the, the negative thoughts that come with withdrawals, you know? And so there's plenty of ways to get off drugs and manage withdrawals. It's called tapering down. So taper down, understand your dosing, quit doing shitty drugs that, that you have to smoke a ton of. If you're, if you're smoking weed, stop buying shitty weed, get expensive weed that you smoke less of and, you know, fucking smoke less of it and budget it, you know? Um, there's things like that. So there's, there's one big thing that I do for when I smoke weed. I, I just try to give it a reason. I don't try to do it nonchalant because if I'm too nonchalant with my smoking and I'm not doing things that are benefiting me, I will mentally go crazy. I, I will beat myself up. I will guilt trip myself. I won't be happy. I'll you know, there'll be feelings of, do I really know how to live in my environment? Oh my, you know, I actually deal with the, you know, when I'm, when I'm dealing with that feeling, something that I'll, that I'll think is that, you know, I've been just living in like a psychedelic universe my entire life and this shit's crazy, you know, and like, why does it have to be this way? But then when I come to terms with my realization, it's that I'm actually living on a higher wavelength of thinking. I'm not, out of the realm crazy i just have an understanding when i see people and they and they do things when i when i see things happen i don't take it at at face value i always consider everything that led up to that point and that's that's kind of one of the definitions of, of being woke you know is realizing that things aren't what they seem and that a lot goes into what you're looking at and so Knowing that, you can apply it to anything. And, uh, and yeah, so, Jesus Christ, I'm rambling, but here we are, you know. 
And uh, I don't know. This guy, man, he really stuck with me, man. I, I hope he comes by the shop and talks to me. He said he would. He seems like he could really use a, a good friend. But, um, you know, again, it, it was just seeing him realize that he doesn't have to beat himself up for being a stoner, bro. I wanted to cry, man. That shit's not important. It doesn't matter, bro, if you smoke weed. What matters if, what matters is if you care about yourself, is if you care about yourself enough to do the little shit that humans have to do in order to be productive for themselves, you know? You don't have to get into society, you know? You can live in your fucking van. You can go do whatever you want. Just take care of yourself and show yourself love and kindness. And a lot of stoners are depressed and we don't speak nicely to ourselves. One of the worst things that I used to do was to speak negatively to myself and about myself. I, I have said things to myself that I have never said to other people. And that's why sometimes I'm the biggest asshole. Because when I insult people, I'm not even being insulting because I have insulted myself I have beat myself up a hundred times worse than I've ever beat anybody else up. And that's just that's just a fact. And I know plenty of people feel that way. The negative inner speak. It has to stop. And if you smoke weed, that's a psychedelic drug. So if you're having little fucking voices in your head, like your own little voice, that guy saying, hey, you're a fucking bum and a loser. Well, guess what, dude? You're First off, you're probably going to act like that. Second off, you're going to be tripping dick about yourself. It's going to suck. So stop smoking weed with no purpose and no plan. If you want to smoke weed, make it a celebration. Either, you know, you can celebrate the death of somebody because their life was beautiful. So if you're sad, you can celebrate the fact that you're about to smoke because it's supposed to be in your benefit. It's supposed to be in your benefit. Let me say it one more time. It's supposed to be in your benefit. If it's not in your benefit, 